tuned in to the Catholic Avengers with Jeff Kassab and Pilaris Haki, brought to you by the Eastern Catholic Reevangelization Center. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Catholic Avengers podcast. I am your host, Pilaris Haki. This is my co-host, Jeff Kassab. Jeffrey. Hey, Pilar, how you doing? I miss you. Uh, we say that know. every time. I'm not, yeah. You know I don't miss you. I know you don't. It's, just, you it's don't. one of those things I heard other podcasters say. <laughs> I feel like as a co-host, I have to say something like that. But I did see you over the holidays, which was good. Did we talk to each other? Well, I came to your house. Oh, that's a thing. That didn't yeah, I came to your house. <laughs> I feel oh like my, my, God, my wife yeah. reminds me of these important things. It was me. before Christmas, wasn't it? Yeah. Before Christmas. You we know, saw the baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You guys came over. You brought me a bunch of meat. Yes, Je- Jeff's a butcher. He's my he's my butcher yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Having a butcher has been a little bit of a game changer for me. Right? Yeah, I don't know anything about meat. Now I got a guy. Getting fresh cuts, as getting a, whatever you want. As a Chaldean, you have to have a guy. Yeah. For everything. Yeah, you now I got, I got a meat guy. <laughs> Which for a guy with 10 kids is important to have a oh meat guy. Oh my gosh, that's one thing you need is a meat guy. <laughs> I got a meat guy. I brought, watch, I'm going to end up with three vegetarians. What do you want from me? So what's been happening, man? How's Nothing, everything been in life? Everything's good. Nothing uh, new, any crazy? No, the holidays were good. You know, quiet is like every, I think everybody else. And, um, you know, uh, just um, glad they were safe and you got to see some family a little bit. And, Got to see you guys, and um, you know that was a highlight of your break. It. I know it, was it was great. I love I, I love coming and seeing the kids, and <laughs> you know talking to your wife. I love your wife. She's the best. She's the great. Best. I love is nice too. The only reason I, I can't really come you. to your house, honestly, is to get some crazy yeah. stories. <laughs> like so, and and boy, have we had some stories. We man. we've had a few. We've had a few. That yeah. house has been yeah. That's been an adventure for the Shockies. Yes, sure. yeah. They have a little son Joey, which he, you know they, I love them all, but Joe, me and Joey connect. He's so mini call, Hulk. He's I mini call Hulk. him the little Hulk. You need to stop with that. Yeah. He's listening to you. I know. He literally goes around the house, like tearing cabinet doors Ripping off. Ripping cabinet doors off. Uh, just doing all kind of things. Last time when I was there, I, I taught him, I, I said, you want to learn how to punch through a wall. <laughs> And he looked at me. He's like, "Yeah, Uncle Jeff, you know." So I know. I'm, I'm taking my fist. I'm putting it through the wall. That's what and happened. He's, he's knocking the wall. You that's know? what happened. He so he's, my goal is to get him to punch through reality. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, because that's what the Hulk does. The Hulk, mini you know? Hulk, yeah. But right now he's Mini Hulk. Yeah. So Mini Hulk will get him to start punching through yeah, a he's, wall. He's in the crib right now. We're trying to figure out should he stay in his crib. So his crib is up against the wall. He shares a room with Ben, his older yeah, brother. Yeah. Ben drives Ben crazy because his room's up against the wall. And by four in the morning, Joey is in the middle of the room. He scoots the crib all the way to the other side for no reason. He's got no reason to be there. He's just a he's a mini hawk. He's just oh my God, he's dude. almost as annoying as you, which is nobody. Nobody. <laughs> well, can be listen, more you know that's that's why I got him. I mean, that's why he's the mini hawk. Mini hawk. You Speaking guys had a birthday a couple days ago. We had a lot. We had I had birthdays. I don't know, I Every month, you guys have a few birthdays. We, we were, kids. We're, we're COVID super spreaders, and I so we had some people over. So we had okay. we had um, we had a birthday, uh, two birthdays, because my twins were on the twenty seventh. Yeah. And then we had uh, baptism. Juliet got baptized. Oh, Juliet got baptized. Yeah. Congratulations. Father Pierre, thank you. She's a Catholic. Yeah, she is. Yeah, She's part yeah. of the club. She's not an Avenger yet, but we'll get her there. So speaking of Avengers, yes. we got to talk, you got some Captain America news for me. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. So Can, can I really quick? I want to set the record straight. Yeah. Captain America, our friend, yes. Delone, he was very upset with me. Because yeah. on the last podcast, it was unclear. He said, you know, it's unclear to him whether I made fun of him, whether I called him fat. I need to set the record straight. Did you? I need to set the record straight. Yes, Delone is fat. I called him fat. 100%. He's a big fatty. He, <laughs> so now that that's clear, I want to make sure there's no confusion about it. He, I, you know, I didn't want to. So now the record's safe. Good. Oh. I mean, I, he is fat. I mean, I, I'm so not skinny. What? I'm not skinny. I'm fat. You're a big fat. I, mean, you know, I, I, mean, you know, I don't understand why he got so offended, you know? 
I mean, I know his character is very muscular. Well, and, you know, but so, you're going to give me some stats on on that right oh now. Oh my by gosh, the way. yeah. We're always talking about Maya and Pilar characters, you know, the Hulk and and uh, Iron Man. But you know, we're going to talk. We have a few other characters that um, are part of our Genesis Avengers, our Catholic Avengers, and one of them is is Captain America. Which is known, also known as Delone Air. Delone Air. That's right. right. That's right. That's Captain. We love you, Captain. He's a Captain. Yeah. yeah, we do love him. He keeps the team together, and you know he kind of the worst Avenger though. Yeah, he is. If we're being yeah. totally honest. Yeah. not a whole and, lot there. And actually, believe it or not, everybody thinks because he's the Captain, he actually brought the Avengers together. But actually, he's not the first Avenger. So the he's actually the fifth Avenger. He's the last he's guy. The last one. There was Ant Man, Wasp, Hulk, Iron Man, and Thor. Those are the original. Hulk, Iron Man, and Thor are the original. Right. And Nobody we, likes and Ant Man. Yeah, we brought Captain America along. He came in. He's got the shield. He's got the shield. He's got which, the suit. Do you know? Okay, listen. Is, is Matt Delone listening right now? He hates his life. He hates us so much. But if we're being honest, he owes everything to the Stark family. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Because yeah. the Stark, again, I I got to watch these. Finally, Did I'm you, cool. Yeah. I'm yeah, cool. Yeah. I know you. I know this stuff with you guys. That that the Stark. Uh, my dad, okay, not my real dad, yes, but like, yeah. the Stark father, yes. he's the one who created the serum that makes Captain America who he is. Yes. And the shield, same thing. Same thing. Same yeah. thing, same guy. So he You're welcome. He Delone. technically has no superhuman powers. It was it was because of that super soldier serum yeah. that they needed for World War II to make these soldiers that, you know, he got the Vitorate treatment and he got transformed. He got some strength, yeah. endurance, agility, speed. He does have those things, you know? He's basically... I, it seems like now he's lost him, but, yeah. you know, when he changes it to Captain America... He's got. It. I mean, look. For, I, I get it. I was impressive in like the '40s, but essentially, like LeBron James is the same thing. Now. Yeah, exactly. Not exactly. impressive. <laughs> Not impressive. Although he is more Catholic than LeBron James, uh, we'll give him that. But you know what? What I didn't know what I found out is that he can. His body can regularly replenish the serum. Like every time he gets low. That super soldier serum replenishes. So will he like live forever? Assuming he doesn't take it like a bullet in the head or something. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I hope he will. Wow. Well, of course, the Hulk eternity forever yeah. with, with, yes, Je yeah. with, with Jesus. Jesus. That's all, the main thing. We all will but, live forever you know, with our Lord, right? But listen, at the end of the day, Iron Man and Hulk—they're the best. They rule. If we're being yeah. honest, yeah, so, yeah. I, I, listen. I don't know about the Captain America podcast. Have you heard about the America podcast? I haven't heard about it. Nah, exist, I haven't. You know, <laughs> I got a bu buddy of mine from high school. He just uh, said on Facebook, he's like, "Don't hate on Captain." Oh you know? wow, we have sorry, Captain Brian. Fans. I'm not hating on Captain, but Captain. Iron sorry Man and Hulk that, are just—they're too cool. Bro. We're better. They're we're cool. better. <laughs> so every week we start. We, we started this bit with the with the we're gonna have a manly saint or a man um, uh, a manly quote. Yes, that's kind of, and it's turned into the Bishop Fulton. Sheen and it, uh, this week's no different. And I just don't think. Well, let's just stay there. Yeah, I think, I think we're going to stick with Bishop Fulton Sheen. Put in the it, comments if you disagree. But this guy, yeah, I mean, that's our guy. Now. He, he's he's amazing. I yeah. mean, he's just he, um, the things he said in his time were really for for the future. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like he predicted what was going to happen. And um, you know, the, so this quote he says here. Listen, he says the refusal to take sides on great moral issues is itself a decision. It's a silent acceptance to evil. The tragedy of our time is that those who will still believe in honesty lack fire and conviction, while those who believe in dishonesty are full of passionate conviction. Mm. Then he says, a religion that does not interfere with the secular order will soon discover that a secular order will not refrain from interfering with it. Wow. Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. Guy, it's like he's living today. It's amazing. I love this guy. I swear, if, can you imagine if he had a Twitter account? I might start his Twitter account for him. Like I told you last time, man, he, he, he's the original Avenger. He is. 
Yes. <laughs> no, actually, I think we decided that St. Paul was the original Avenger. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't but go back this, and listen. But this guy, he brought us all together. Well, the, the, the silent acceptance of evil. Yeah. Just by not saying anything. Yeah. Man, it's, yeah. so, it's so powerful. It's so true. And how about, and how about, how about the passion of the evil ones yeah. against us? They're so... You know, out there and and yeah. and passionate about what they do, mm-hmm. they're silencing us. We talked about this a few podcasts ago, uh, three four episodes ago. We talked about the the silent majority. You got the, the loud two percent controlling the 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 ninety eight percent, one hundred percent of the time. Yeah, and it's that's exactly what Fulton Sheen's saying. We should Fulton Sheen. Yeah, and it's something we have to really check ourselves. The Lord talks about being lukewarm. Yeah. Right. And what does he say? What do you do? Spit Luke out of your mouth. Yeah, I'll spit you out. And, and that's that's the, a lot of Catholics today lukewarm. You know, and it's a good segue into our topic today. Yeah. You know, yeah, we talk about sure. lukewarm. Today we're talking about spiritual dryness. Yeah. You, know, you and I, we were talking today about this time of year. Just. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, you know, we're going to, we, we're going to, we associate spiritual dryness right now because of, we think we're going through COVID mm-hmm. and, you know, um, just so much going on and we're all at home and there's, we can't get to church like we want to or, or iterationally want to, but really spiritual dryness is just a part of of your spiritual life. Yeah. Um, we are, and we'll go through a little bit of it today. Yeah. We all go through it. God kind of puts us through it, puts us through this, what we're going to call, St. Ignatius calls the desert. Yeah. You know, like like um, like the Israelites, when they, before they got to the promise, they had 40 years in the desert. Wow. It, it's, it's dry. Yeah. Spir- it's dry. There's nothing there. Um, you don't feel anything, you know? So spiritual dryness, really, the de- basic definition of it is just it's a time when we don't have we don't have a sense yeah. of God's presence. Well, I, you know, for our, that's probably for you. That's all the time in your life. I just you know, <laughs> I, I, I mean, just the way you act and things you do. I need better there's no friends. No way God's is present in your I, life at any time. I ask for this. I you know, I, I don't. You, you, nobody forces you to be my friend. I do this to myself. <laughs> listen, I'm only your friend. To, I mean, listen. On a side note, Laura texts me every day. She's like, Jeff, please be nice to Pilar. Oh, he doesn't have any friends. He, he loves you. I'm so. And I love you too. I'm but you know. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with you, Jeff Kassab. Like everybody else who knows you, we're all obsessed with Jeff Kassab. My, my mom warned me about people like you, by the way, growing up. Your mom loves me. Your mom loves me. Don't even go there, man. Well, okay, so we've all experienced this, right? So a lot of people listen to this podcast. <clears throat> if you've been on a retreat, if you've sat in adoration, you've had those moments, you know, you've you're in you've gotten deep into prayer, you could feel God's presence. Yeah. You know he's there. Yeah. You can feel that your body tingle. You can you you've been brought to tears. That that is where you're like, man. The Lord is real. The Lord is with me. I feel his presence here. And then spiritual dryness is the exact opposite. Yeah. And it happens to a lot of people. You know, I've led some retreats. You've led retreats. Mm-hmm. You've been on retreats. You get this experience. You're on this high. Yeah. And you were just saying, like, there is a part of a spiritual journey where God says, I don't, not now. I don't want you to have that mm-hmm. all the time. And there's some really good reasons and purpose for that. We'll talk a lot about that today. Yeah, but yeah. if you are going through a time where you just feel like God is absent in your yeah. prayer. You get that, that time when you're like, I've lost God mm-hmm. or God's abandoned me. Or uh, sometimes the the soul will say, you know, I go to prayer and I don't feel anything. Yeah. And, you know, the soul is just, it's not being moved by God. And, and it really, really can... Um, it can really bring you into a point of a low point in your life. You start to question you know? things. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, you know, um, <clears throat> does I, and I've had this thought like, were those the feelings that I had? Were, did I make those up? Yeah. And in the moment, you're like, wow, this is so. I'll never forget how I feel right now because it's proof God is real. 
And then you fast forward into a period of spiritual dryness and you start to you start to play games with yourself a little bit. And that is that is I think part and we'll talk a lot about this today, but that's part of God wanting to tr- put you through a trial. He yes. wants to see how you'll react to that. But then there's also that's when the evil one. I mean, Jesus was tempted in the desert. Yes. Right? Yeah. Dryness, right? I mean, that's yeah. more the and, and he was tempted. It's not a coincidence why he was in the desert. <laughs> right? You know, there and was nothing there. Yeah. There's no food, no water. I mean, you know, I and an easy opportunity. The, the devil tempts me the most when I'm tired, when I'm weak, when I'm anxious, when I'm frustrated, and when when God's far from me. Yeah. And so there's things that I certainly do to myself that push God away. And and you know, but this isn't that. There's a reason why in the Hail Mary prayer we say pray for us now and at the hour of our death. Because usually at the hour of our death is when we're the weakest. Wow. You know, is when the devil, that's when the devil snatches the most souls. Wow. Is when you're at the hour of your death, not literally the no, hour, no, no, but yeah. you're the last you're day the or two, whatever, uh, end of your death, that's when you're the weakest. Wow. I that's when a lot that. of people, um, like, that's the, they say, well, you know, God, where are you? Help me. Jeff, and you that's s- the time to turn to God. You say a lot of things on this podcast, and I pretend that most of them are interesting. That one was actually very interesting. <laughs> that one was actually interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's See good. that? No, you it's know what that tells that. me right there. When you pray, you have no clue what you're saying. What? No, I just wrote. Just yeah, I just just. Well, I've never you listened just, to the words. You go through the emotions. Just go through the <laughs> Well, I always I always took that as you know to pray for the savior of my soul. Like Mary, pray for me. Sure. And, and I always took hour of my death like so that I I end up at the right spot. But the way you just put it in terms of watching out for the devil in those moments, yeah. I totally see that. I once heard that the devil. Uh, hates um, when people die slow deaths. Yeah. Because they have opportunity to, to repent. To repent, sure. Right? They have opportunity to receive the sacraments, to mm-hmm. receive anointing of the oil, to to receive uh, reconciliation, the Eucharist. Yeah. These are all things we, we receive to, to, to make that us. journey smooth. You they know, it's when us. we cross over, you know? You know, you talk about spiritual dryness. I once heard something about Mother Teresa. Maybe you heard it too. You know what I'm talking about? Where she actually says, in her autobiography, or there's a biography, where she says, for the majority of 40 her years. Life, Thank you. I didn't know what the exact numbers were. 40 years. She felt, she, she, did not, she did not feel God. She did not feel Jesus. Think about what she did. Yeah. Imagine if she felt him. What would she have done? The world wouldn't have been able to handle yeah, that woman. Yeah, she said for 40 years she never felt the presence of Christ. Yeah. She would she would feel Christ. She would see Christ through other people. Yeah. But as far as her spiritual journey, that just goes to show you, you know, and then like St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila, yeah. they talk about um, the dark night of the cross. Mm. And a lot of people go through it. Of course, later on in their spiritual life, she went through it for 40 years. Wow. But she has such faith that she knew God was there all the time, Such whether she felt him or not. Yeah. See, we can't just we can't just turn to God. Um, like, you know, St. Ignatius says that it's easy to turn to God when you're in a garden with flowers and fruits Everything's great. and vegetables. He turned to God in the desert. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. there. Imagine, go in the desert, there's nothing there. Yeah. Sandstorms and, you know. Oh, when I was, I was reflecting on this today. Uh, or not today, but when we were getting ready for this for this podcast on spiritual dryness, it was something that both you and I, when we brought it up, were like, "That's the topic." Yeah, right. Yeah, and I think part of it is that we were talking about it today. Just it, it's cold, it's dark, it's gray. I know. The holidays are over. 
Uh, it's a little bit of a sad time right now. I mean, and then you got the COVID stuff, yeah. the craziness going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're all separated from our friends and our family. I mean, we I, should I we know. be wearing a mask right now? We're on Facebook. Like, I don't we're know. probably, if the governor's watching, we're really screwed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I hope she's watching. <laughs> Somebody forward this to the governor. I'll give her the address. But 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 you think about that. This is an easy time to slip into that spiritual dryness yeah. just because it's just depressing time. It's sad and it's slow. Listen, and it's, I'll be the first one to admit I, my most of my spiritual uh, time was in adoration. So now that I haven't had a chance to go, yeah. I just I'm like, well, if I can't pray at adoration, what's the use of praying? So I fall into I, I fell into that, you know, for like a few weeks. I'm like, yeah. no, Jeff, what are you doing? You can just pray at home. So I'm like, you know, I got I got to get back into the groove of things. But because most of my prayer time was done at adoration, which for me and everybody has a certain place where they like to pray. Mine was adoration, and yeah. um, so, but now I'm like, no, I can't do it anymore. You know, back to the rosary. Back. I know you guys are doing the the Bible in the year. Oh, that's great! It's awesome with Father Father uh, Mike Schmidt. Father Mike Schmidt. He is so that that podcast hit number one. I know. Uh, right. I know. He beat us just for a couple. Barely. Of weeks. We're gonna he, get back up. He barely gonna, beat <laughs> us, man. Barely. <laughs> we'll Father get, Mike, you we'll you get, you gotta we're gonna run for your money, bro. Yeah, yeah. But if you you know that's a great opportunity to check that out if you haven't seen it. He's doing the Bible in a year. Laura and I have been doing it for the last five days. It's it's great. Yeah. It's, it's, it's twenty just, minutes. It's a podcast. Podcast, right, you can download the podcast. It's it's twenty minutes. He 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 reads he reads a a, a couple of different books, mm-hmm. like a chapter of a couple of different books or a couple of chapters, and then he gives like a little bit of a almost like a homily. Reflection, explains maybe. the reflection. reflection. Yeah, it's and it's like twenty minutes. Wow, it's fantastic. And in a year, the every word of the Bible will have been covered. It's amazing. That's awesome. I'm excited about it. It's yeah. five days in, and we can't wait. It's one of the things we look forward to. Just you to. and Laura, right? Just me and Laura. Yeah. yeah, a little deep for the kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but, know, but but one of the things that I I've been thinking about is, and I, I, I Father Pierre put me onto this book, uh, Discernment of Spirits. I know For that. sure, I'm not reading it. He was if listen, Father Pierre put you onto it, 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 I'm not reading it. it was, <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I will not read a book recommended by Father Pierre. I can't, I can't say that I completely believe. He's certainly not an Avenger, but he put me onto the book, and I've really enjoyed it. And it talks. What's it called? Uh, uh, Dis- Discernment of, of Spirits. Spirits, and it's off of uh, Saint Ignatius has kind of. I think it's done eleven. You can tell I'm not all the way done. But I think it's nine or eleven rules about um, discerning spirits, spirits and it's yeah. a, lo- a a big chunk of the book. Most of the rules are about sp- it's what what he terms uh, spiritual desolation, yes, or, or spiritual consolation. Mm-hmm. And that spiritual consolation is all feeling of just God is here, and God wants you to have that feeling in those moments. And then the spiritual desolation, which is what we're talking about, the spiritual yeah. dryness. Yeah. And he talks a lot about kind of the reason for it, which I have found to be completely amazing, is that there is God wants wants us to, it, there's a few reasons. One, he, there's a, it's a trial there, yeah. right? There's, he's a test of our faith um, as one. And two, he wants us to grow stronger. Yeah. You know, I think about, when I was reading that, I was thinking about my couch sitting there looking over my pool. We talked about my pool. Yeah, it, yeah. When it's, 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 it's covered, it's, it's not covered. stressful, we're good. But I was looking over my pool and I was thinking about this, uh, why would God put me in, a, in spiritual desolation? You know, why would God want me to be in that dry? Like, I would never want to do that to my kids, and I always want them to feel my presence. And I think of God as a father. And I I was looking at the pool, and I thought, I get it. You thought of the chlorine and how many (laughs) bottles you spent? That was a lot of money. All my kids grew a third bottles. arm from all the extra glory. I lost more hair. <laughs> that was a disaster. You see, he looked like Fabio before he jumped in my pool. So, but I, I was looking at the pool. I thought to myself, so when, when my youngest Annie, she was getting, she was trying to learn to swim. And Laura and I kind of see differently on the best way to do this. Me, I'm like throwing the deep throwing end. Throwing the pool, yeah. Throwing the pool. That's what my throw dad the deep did. End. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she'll sink her swim. And yeah. she, listen, I'm not going to let her drown. And that's part of it, too. It's like God is going to be there for He's not going to let us drown. 
right? He's going to be there to protect us. He knows he's not going to give us anything he can't, we can't handle. We're not strong enough to handle. Yeah. And that's a part of this too. But like the best way to keep a kid from drowning isn't to never let them go in the pool. Yeah. The best way to keep a kid from drowning is to teach him how to swim. Yeah. yeah. And how's the best way to teach him to swim? You got to let him try it yeah. and grow. It's a good analogy. Yeah. I, thanks, man. Yeah. That I really appreciate is it. A good, this is I, the it, second it, nice thing you said to me. Killing me to podcast say, it's killing me to say that to you, but it was actually a very good analogy. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. It was the Holy Spirit. I had nothing to do with it. Well, listen, we have to understand that this type of spiritual dryness is permitted by God, mm-hmm. right? And and when it's permitted, um, when it's permitted by God, it's meant to purify us and actually bring us closer to him. Yeah. So really, in reality, dryness is a gift and it should be accepted and embraced. Yes. Because it can really bring us closer to him. Once you get out of that, I, I don't want to compare spiritual dryness and the dark night of the cross as the same thing. They're close. But once you get out of that, especially the dark night of the cross, that's when you become, that's when you're getting to the point of sainthood. You're becoming you're becoming stronger. You're becoming stronger. Dark night of the soul. Dark night of the soul. I'm sorry. What did I say? Dark night of the cross. Dark night of the cross. That's ah. right. Dark night well, of the well, soul. You know what? Yeah. Start over. Let's just read the Bible. Can we start over? Can we? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was dark night of the dark night of the soul. Omar, I don't know why I'm Omar, saying. Omar, our producer, is cringing yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah. He's like, you kill yourself. <laughs> um, well, because actually, we we did we had a in one of my Trinity in the Trinity class we were learning about. The Dark Knight of the Cross, which oh. was totally different, and I got them. Well, confused. if I'm being completely honest, I nodded and acted like I knew what you were saying the yeah. whole time. I was just making—I didn't—I had no idea. Obviously, I had no idea. Eighty percent of the podcast is me pretending that I know what I'm talking about. For the dark. That's why Jeff's here. He's a theologian. I just look good. I'm the pretty one. So listen, the spiritual dryness is, is critical time in our spiritual journey. It determines where we're, how we're going to move forward in our spirituality, whether we're going to make progress or not. Mm. So really, you're either going forward or backwards. Backwards, yeah. So, you know, God does, God does put us through it and he allows it, but what is our response to it? Yeah. That's the key. That's what what it's all about. What is our response to it? Are we growing stronger? You know, I think about it, it happens to me all the time. Listeners, you guys know what I'm talking about. You're sitting there like, you wake up in the morning, I'm going to do a rosary today. Yeah. No matter what, I'm not going, I'm doing a rosary today. I should do it right now. Eh. Let me get yeah. my coffee I first. got all day. I got all day. I Let me get my day. coffee first. <laughs> then you get busy. Next thing you know, it's lunchtime. You got 10 minutes. You're like, I'm going to do my rosary right now. And then it's like, oh, let me, hold on. What's this article I just yeah. And you're like, and, you know, and, then, and that's where it, it's in those moments. It's like you have to turn what I've learned, in that especially, the, and that, that, that pushes spiritual dryness. Like you're staying away from those, yeah. those graces. And I have, what I've learned, and, and part of this book talks about, is you have to turn into the face of those things. Mm-hmm. You have to say, no, like this is the time I'm doing it. I'm giving yeah. God the best part of my day right in the morning. I'm yeah. going to take care of this. I'm going to do it. And it's like, but you know, it's like, why do we do the things we don't want to do? Yeah. I want to do the rosary, but like I find a million reasons not to do it. I want to. And you know when I start the rosary? As soon as I, as soon as I say the creed, it's, I get halfway through. I'm like, ah, oh, it feels so nice. Why don't yeah, I do this it earlier? It does. It feels great. It feels great. It feels great. I tell you, when I... <laughs> I know I I try to lately the last few months I've been doing my prayers early in the morning mm. 5:30 5:15 a.m. 6 a.m. Yeah. before I go to work cuz I find that that's I don't have anything to do yeah and nothing's bothered me everybody's sleeping I'm not at work yet there's no TV I haven't had coffee so I found that's the best time to do it and I if I don't mm. I wait like you said all of a sudden it's like 9:30 all right let me start the rosary I don't even get to the finish the creed. And I got the rose in my hand and my, I'm sleeping, you know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did I leave off at? Did I, uh, you know what? I'll just start over tomorrow. You wake up halfway through a Hail Mary. You're like, yeah, how many, yeah. what, which, which mystery was I had? 
mystery of how I'm going to get through this rosary. It was so, it's so dumb. Like, let's say I did five Hail Marys, I fell asleep. You know, and I wake up, I'm like, am I in the sixth or seventh one? So dumb. Just start just, over. Just, Who cares? <laughs> it's just a Hail Mary. Like, you know how Ma- dumb Ma- is Mary's that, up there man? like, Jeff, you skipped and, one. And yeah. She's not happy or you did two, one too many, <laughs> Jeff. You know? It's funny. I have the same thoughts. We're, we're so stupid. Mary doesn't care. So what, what causes this spiritual dryness, Jeff? What is it? Do we do this to ourselves? Is it God putting it on us? Yeah. Is it both? It's both. We, we do it to ourselves. And like I said, God permits it. Yeah. So like, for example, in Hosea 2, 16, he says, so I will allure her, will lead her into the desert and speak to her heart. Mm-hmm. So he does, yeah. he led the Israelites into the desert, right? They were mumbling, they were complaining, they were murmuring, they were, it was the worst time for them. But what did he do? He, he gave them manna yeah. from heaven. Yeah. He fed them, yeah. he took care of them. Even though they were in the desert, there was nothing there. Tell Moses, what, what are you doing? Where are you leading us? 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Pilar, we can't even go a 40 <laughs> days fasting, we complain. The Israelites were 40 years in the desert. Yeah. Right? So that's spiritual wow. dryness. Well, and I you think. Know? So God led them there. God led them, and then he brought them out of it. Well, and you talked about God providing. Yes. And it was a, it's, it's such a good point because I think that's, that's not, you know, I think a lot of people misunderstand that. I know I did for a long time. It's like God, when he provides it, like he did it for them in the desert, when he, when he fed the 5,000, mm-hmm. it's not overabundant. He doesn't give you more than you want, he gives you what you need. Mm-hmm. You know, it's maybe it's not what we asked for, but it's enough. Yeah. And in spiritual dryness, that's one of the things that I recognize. I'm starting to get better at recognizing is like, as much as this, as tough as this is, God wouldn't be doing this to me if He knows I can't handle yeah. it. Yeah. And it's my opportunity to grow and be strong. Yeah. Right. And you know, he, it's interesting you say He gives us what we need. Yeah. But it's according to what He knows we need. Exactly. We always want more. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah. We're never but happy. We're never happy. Never. You know, but he knows how much we need. And that's what he gives us to get by with. You well, know? One of the things, <laughs> you know, I got 10 kids. I talk, hey, You guys know I have 10? I have a lot of kids. I've He's talked about it a few kids, times on the podcast. Yeah. But like, people are like, how do you do it? Yeah. Like, And I, it's cheesy, but it's 100% the truth is God will never give me more than I can handle. Yeah, I know that. And if I'm going to make this sacrifice to God, give this to God, I just have faith it'll take care of itself. Yeah. And it has. it has. And people are like, oh my gosh, it's great. You got lucky. And it's like, no, I don't think that's the case. I yeah. think that I, I think that I what we need, God has given us in every single every single opportunity. Yeah. So we don't let that scare us when we're talking about let's being open to having another child. I, I noticed that we didn't talk about oh, it, Lord. but we're I, just I, going. I, I don't like that face. Yeah. I don't know that face. I noticed you were uh, you were um, ice skating. Oh <laughs> yeah, you. Ugh. I got a story about that ice skating rink. <laughs> You think the pool stories are funny? Are you, you going to make fun of my ice skating skills? I don't know. All I, mean, I, all I know is I saw a comma. Your mom said, I didn't know Pilar could ice yeah, skate, man. Well, listen, you know, I, how many Chaldeans do you know that can skate? I apologize to all the hockey player Chaldeans out there, but yeah. there's not a lot of there's them. Not a lot there's of them. not a lot, right? right? So I'm not bad. But that ice skating rink was something. I tell you, I, 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 there's, that's for the next podcast. That's for the next podcast. That was a couple yeah. of weeks of me hating my life. Uh, so listen, God permits... Um, us to go into the desert, right? But mm-hmm. what? It's really to purify us. Mm. I think that's very important to understand is to purify us and to give us a spiritual transformation. That's really what it does. It transforms us and it helps us grow closer to God in our spiritual journey. Yeah. You know, we can't always, I mean, like you said, 
You can't always give your child what they want. No. You can't. Yeah. Because when they grow up, what's going to happen? That child's going to be destroyed. It's going to be spoiled. They'll Not be totally know. dependent on you. They'll only depend on yeah. you, right? Yeah. So sometimes you have to pull away and say, son, daughter, no. Yeah. And I think, and that's what God does. Not necessarily that he, he actually pulls away, but I think he just kind of, you know, sets back and let us start searching for him even though he's there he hasn't left right? of course but he wants us to go out and search for him in months six months 40 years 40 years, 40 years for years. mother Teresa. um you know so if you feel spiritual dryness embrace you know, it keep, embrace That's it what you're exactly. exactly it's an opportunity to grow right so again the people on facebook live you might be able to see we're in our producer omar's uh, basement he's got a weightlifting bench in the background okay what you missed in terms of getting stronger. <laughs> no. Okay, first of all. Tell them what happened, Jeff. No, no. Tell them what happened, Jeff. <laughs> Before we get into all this, I used to be a power lifter. I wow, used to work out. Here we okay, go. Okay, so Me too. I used to be a power lifter. I was lifter, in a yeah. different position. I couldn't move the bar. I didn't have my shoes. It's a long story. He's <laughs> telling me I'm not strong anymore. I'm, just, I'm listen, the Hulk. I, I, that's why I was very concerned. You could punch a hole through reality. Yeah. You couldn't move the 45 pound bar. I didn't want to go through. I didn't know where to put it. <laughs> oh, that, you There's didn't actually have, no room to you put didn't it. You that thought. Okay. Until <laughs> you got there. Until you tried to lift it. That's fine. I'm sure all our listeners will li- li- listen to that. St. Teresa of Avila says, yep. in time of spiritual consolation, mm. right? When you have consolation, yeah. easy to pray. It's true. Right? Well, she says, the challenge is to remain faithful to prayer when we experience little or no felt of sense of God's presence or action yeah. in our lives. That's the hard part. It's the, it's the any relationship. Yeah. Mo- and what's the most important relationship in our life is our relationship with Jesus, our Lord, our yeah. Savior, and God. But you think about your marriage. You think about relationship with friends. You think about your relationship with your parents. You think about your relationship with anybody that matters. The good times, those are easy of course they're going to be there for you yeah. and they're going to be around you. But how do we know the true metal of our relationships is how, where, who are the people there when I'm at my lowest? When I'm the worst version of myself, who are the people who are still like, I got you, right? Yeah. And that's where, when times are tough, yeah. we see who our true friends are. You know, you, you, a marriage that goes through, you know, we both do marriage mentor, yeah. right? And we see marriages who go through really terrible things and when they can come out of the other side of that, Holy cow, is that a marriage that the devil hates? Oh. And and other couples can look at it and say, man, because they're stronger. Yeah. And they trust each other. They got each other's back. Same any relationship. And, and and so when you're in that spiritual dryness and you feel like, man, why has God abandoned me? He's looking to say, you got me? Can yeah. I? Are you with me? Exactly. Are you choosing me because of who I am and, and what I can bring to you? Or is this because of the things I give you? Is it the things that make you feel good? Is the feeling of feeling good the only reason yeah. you love me? That, that's that's the spiritual dryness element that you said. Embrace it. This is Embrace your chance it. of this is a this is a trial that you get to prove to God. No, yeah. no, it nothing. I, I love the feeling. Yeah. I love being in adoration and being moved to tears. I'm a big baby. Yes. I, <laughs> God, has, the Lord has made me cry more times than I can count. I love that feeling. But right now, I'll be honest. I'm in a I'm in a little bit of a state of spiritual dryness. And, I, and I'm okay. I, and and being, being reading this book, I was having our conversations, heck, even this podcast. It's making me remember this is a trial. This is an opportunity. Yeah. This is a good thing. It's a blessing. Yeah. This is this is the time where we where you push through. Yeah. You know, God is there, whether you feel Him or not. His presence is there. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's 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 on us to, you know, keep praying the rosary, keep reading the scriptures, yeah. you know, uh, keep turning to him, keep asking for his help, um, you know, be dependent on him like a little child, you know, that's so, so important. You what, know? What, what, so you talked about, you rattled off a couple of things there. I want to dive into that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You're in spiritual dryness, now what? We got a lot of people listening. 
Yeah. They're in spiritual dryness. They're, they're missing that. Where's God? I know he was there before. He's gone now. What's our advice to them? What do they do? How do they get out of this? So, um, and is it, a, is it even about a thing about getting out of? Or is it just, no, Yeah, this is what you are. Well, so St. Ignatius has these few um, kind of things. He says, um, what should we do to continue? If we're in spiritual dryness, what should we do? First, he says, in times of dryness, re- remain faithful to prayer. Mm, that's prayer. first and so foremost. Keep that conversation right. on. Yes, mm-hmm. con- uh, prayer is very, very important to keep that conversation. Whatever your form of prayer may be, now, it doesn't necessarily mean, of course, we know the rosary is a very powerful w- weapon of prayer, but there's many other forms of prayer. Yeah. Um, silence with God, scripture, um, some type of meditations, psalms, Sirach. You know, the book of wisdoms are just great, you know? Yeah. I know you got a, you got like, you, you got like a whole book for your penance. I know that. <laughs> uh, Sirach. I, Sirach, Sirach, too. Yeah. I read oh, Sirach, too. I, 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 I thought the whole chapter. No, no, be, just, just a part oh, of it. Okay. It was great, though. Yeah, yeah. I never knew. I never cracked open Sirach before. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah. I text Jeff, and I was, I told him I was very impressed with Sirach. <laughs> yeah. And then Jeff, you know, for 45 minutes, told me about how smart he was. And, <laughs> I did not. Uh, did just, you know he's I, in the seminary? I was just saying. <laughs> Oh my gosh. But the scriptures, absolutely. Scriptures are so important. You know, that Mm -hmm. I think for me, that's my foundational prayer. Yeah. Is scripture. I love reading the book of wisdoms, man. I mean, you know, Psalms and Sirach and and, um, Solomon. It's just, they're amazing. They're great. They really give you comfort. So go to scripture, keep that prayer going. Whatever your type of prayer is, um, keep that prayer going. But I, I, I highly. Recommend that scripture is the foundation. Mm. It's, it's just it's the foundation of your prayer life. Listen, it has to be. I mean, how many people? How long has it been since you picked up a Bible? Yeah, right. I mean, it's it's something that's easy to get away from, and it's that perk. And, and and I like to think of the. I mean, you really, I you know, God, I'm gonna give you credit. You really have been a good uh, influence on me in Thank terms you. of the importance of scripture because it wasn't a big part of my faith before, and now I I'm like, man, I, I can't go a day without picking it up. I yeah. feel like I missed something. Yeah. That's that. You know, if if the if I've said this before, if the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity, the scripture is his voice. Yeah. And it's just such a great time to listen to God. Wow. It's, it's been beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks, man. It's be nice to be today. <laughs> Freaking out the audience. <laughs> um, so go so prayer. So it's super prayer important. Is right. Second, he says that sometimes we can be caught up in certain sins. Mm. Right. Certain habitual sins. Yep. A certain type of mortal sins. Of course, we know habitual sins can lead into mortal sins sometimes. Um, Repentance. Mm. You know, sometimes when you're caught up in sin and you don't don't know it sometimes. Yeah. Take a step back, do an examination of conscience. Hey, you know, what's holding me back? Why Why am I not moving forward? Why am I not able to see, you know, any any fruits in my prayer? Why am I not able to feel God? Am I doing something, right? Yeah. So um, trying to avoid sin, especially mortal sin, um, I think that's that's huge. And confession, to your point. I oh. mean, if you've committed a mortal sin, so many people have been away for confession so long. Yeah. There are people who listening to this haven't been in confession since their first communion. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're probably afraid. That's the devil in their ear. Right, that's yeah. the evil one coming into your ear and saying, "Oh, you, the priest will say something to you. There, it's embarrassing. It's going to get out. Go to confession. Yeah. What an amazing opportunity to receive God's grace, especially if you haven't been in a long time and you're feeling the spiritual dryness. That confession to a priest, it just does something. I have seen grown men who haven't been in confession for a long time come out of that confessional booth different, different. totally changed, totally different. crying like babies. It's just a, it's so powerful. Great yeah. point, Jeff. Yeah. Great point. Um, surround yourself with 
Holy people. Oh boy, I need better friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't. So I, I, I might have to find another co-host. I don't know. It's a good I mean, balance. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, you surround are the average. You're the average of the people you surround yourself yes, with. Yeah. You surround yourself with people who are away from God, who who, don't, who are very more secular and don't see the value in Christ. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna to rub make. off. It's going to. It's gonna rub you're off. You're the average of the people you surround 100%. yourself with. I totally. Um, you know, for this might not work for all people, but I think I, I really think everyone should have a spiritual director. Mm. You know, find yourself a spiritual director. There's, for people who don't know what a spiritual director there's is, there's plenty of them out there. Somebody to guide you through life, mm-hmm. yeah, not through life, but guide you through your spiritual journey. Yeah, um, they they can help you. They're experienced. Um, they, Are these priests? Studied. Are they? They nuns? can be priests. They, they can be priests, they can be nuns, they can be lay people. Mm. Actually, there's more lay people now mm-hmm. that are spiritual directors than, you know, I mean, there's just so many priests. How do you find around. a spiritual director? Uh, you know, you can actually, uh, Manresa, yeah. a retreat center that's in... Um, it's a Bloomfield Hills in Birmingham, whatever. Yeah, Woodward, in, Woodward, in, Woodward. Woodward in 16? Um, they have, yes, uh, they have, if you go on their uh, webpage, they have lists... Mm. And list of spiritual directors you can find. Nice. There's actually a spiritual director, um, a, a, a page, a, a web page. Yeah. Just make sure you, you know, there's all kinds. So make sure you, if you're a Catholic, you know, type in a Catholic. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't, know, want, you don't want, you don't want the, a, the devil worshiper spiritual <laughs> yeah, director. Yeah. That can take you the wrong path. <laughs> uh, email ECRC. I think they have some resources. ECRC just, can uh, help out. Yeah. 100%. ECRC.us. You right. Go to that website. Email them. <clears throat> Awesome, spiritual. It's a great call. It's a great call. We right? all need that help in that direction. I mean, I I don't. Need, I mean, don't some priests have spiritual directors? I, I, yeah. Every actually, every priest has one. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. they all go see one, right? Mm-hmm. Um, thirdly, uh, abandon ourselves to God. Yeah, give up. Let let go and let God. You just have to say, yeah. God. You got me. Into your hands, I commend wow. my spirit. You know, interesting. You say you no. Know? I was reflecting when we were earlier when we were talking. We uh, you know. I, we think that God has abandoned us. Yeah. Jesus on the cross feels that way, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, what does he say? You know, you're the theologian. Yeah. Say, you go, yeah, he well, says, why have you forsaken me? Yeah, well, my, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you forsaken me? Even he felt it. Yeah. Or his human part of him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, so he went through He went through spiritual dark, darkness too. Oh, in the, gar- in, the, in, the, in the garden. Garden of Gethsemane, you know. He, just, he has the... He asked the father, you know, three times, let this cup pass from me. Yeah. You know, then at the end, of the, at the end he's like, not my will, but your will, your will be, done. be done. He let go. He yeah. let he let the he let God take. And I think him. that's the I think that's just the hardest part. <laughs> so hard of 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 not just our prayer life, just <clears throat> of our of everything in our life in general is God. I'm giving, giving everything to you. Yeah, you know, and that's so difficult. But if he's guess, you so know if, if we were made. To 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 for our relationship with him. Yeah. That's why we were made. Yes. And that if that's the number one reason, if that's the number one priority in our life, it should be easy. Yeah. The problem is, is we get tied up in the rat race and yeah. work and the busyness and 100%. the friendships and all these things that are distractions. Yeah. And that's and they, the, the distractions can seem good. Of course. You know, family, of friends. I mean, yeah. it's all good stuff. No, right? one of my one of my biggest distractions <laughs> is work. And I rationalize it as this is how I provide for my family. I need to be able to do it. There's a balance there. Yeah. And am I making the Lord first? You know, I tell my wife, I love you, but I love I love God more. My yeah. kids know that too. I yeah. love your mom, but I love God more. Yeah. And that is something that I want Laura, my wife, I want her to feel that about me. I want her to love God more than me. It's gotta be the number one in our life. Yeah. And if we do that, then we look at and we look at the spiritual dryness as an opportunity to show him that love. Yeah. What a what a what an actual good thing we yeah. can we can make it. You know who you know sometimes who I ponder on like who really went through some spiritual darkness. Captain America. 
<laughs> no? Oh, different guy. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, this is like a 360 on that one. Listen, after Jesus died, what do you think happened to Mary Oof. at the foot of the cross? Well, what, is it, her, you what, know, what did Simeon say? Her soul would be he, pierced? He said her heart would be, heart pierced, would be pierced, right? <sighs> and, you know, what did she feel? Even though she knew everything was going on, of course. she knew what was going to happen, but she lost, you know, her son. Can you imagine, you too, know, how, how, how abandoned she felt? From the apostles. Yeah. They all scattered. They all scattered. She's like, guys, what, John. what do we do? John. Except yeah. John, yeah. yeah. You know, and, and even they went through, even they, you know, they went through darkness. Oh. But Where's Jesus? You know, he said he'd be back. Uh, he said this. He said that. What would you be us. to be a fly in the wall in that upper room oh, to listen to those gosh, guys? Yeah. Biggest bunch of bums at right? that moment, you know. What <laughs> were they saying to themselves, <laughs> yeah. man? But, you know, they were scared. Listen. Of course. You know, the Lord left us. He didn't give us any instructions. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> you know, he just, he just left. This is know? not how it's supposed to go. He's a Messiah. You're supposed to take out the Romans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is not the plan. This can't be right. No, you're totally right. Oh, but you know what? I think final thing is um, seek seek help from your fellow friends. I mean, you yeah. know, sometimes I, I you strong know, people around. Yeah, you. I last night uh, we were we left we went to see my um, my buddy that passed away, Steve, went yeah. to his family's house. Yeah, and you know I haven't seen his wife and kids in you know a few months. So I went to visit them and stuff, and we were leaving. And I was I was really sad, you know. I, I mean, it was great seeing them, but I was sad. And I, and I was like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, you know, he's really the only true friend I had, like, yeah. 35 years. Yeah, could call him for anything, and you know, then, then she's like, "Well, you know, you got Pilar." I'm oh like, God. That's you a know, lot of pressure. I almost hit a car. I'm not a big fan of I almost of you. crashed. Uh -huh. I don't, don't tell him these things. You're misleading him. I almost, him. you know. But you know what? She's actually right. Oh, She's look. like, you know, I, I really only have, like, we're good friends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like brothers. Yeah. We call each other. We text each other when we need help. And, and it's it's good to have somebody like yeah. you on my side. Mainly we make God, fun that of Cats kills me to say Thor, that, but yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I'm a better friend than he is. If we're being completely... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, one of the things that you say, though, that's interesting is... And this is another thing that I read in that book. Again, that Father Pierce. Yeah, yeah. It, that the being in, the, in those, in those uh, moments of dryness, the devil wants you to, to, to internalize it, to be quiet, yeah. to not find someone to help you yeah with yeah it. yeah and, and and because when you do that you start to question you start to internalize that fear and that anxiety you start to make things up in your head yeah. about what is real and what's not and in this conversation like this i feel better to i mean yeah, look man i was kind of bummed out walking in here you're like how you doing i'm like fine you're like, what's wrong i'm like, I'm like what's wrong I'm like, man? man i don't know <laughs> podcast really i mean it's but now i feel better i feel yeah. energized we talked about this yeah. and reflected on it and that, the devil doesn't have that power over me yeah. i'm you know i've gotten it out and i and i would say the, the fastest short-term thing someone can do right now if you're really in a hard time about spiritual dryness talk to somebody pick talk up the phone and call yeah. call your wife call your brother call your mom call me yeah. or jeff call, yeah call me call. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean it's, it's 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 definitely something that we've got to look out for and we've got to embrace is kind of what we've been talking about yeah at the at yeah. the end of the day we've yeah. got to embrace 100 percent uh, all, right. all right, we're at our time, brother. Yeah. Man, so that was listen, that was. It always goes by fast, you know. It you, really man. does. No, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna see you next week. <laughs> I, uh, what, what, what do we? We're trying to. We're trying to really build this audience. Yeah, up a little yes, bit. we're trying to push the podcast. We're trying to, and it's all about um, spreading the word of God. Mm -hmm. um, that's really what we want to do. We want to get this out to as many many people as we can. 
Uh, so we really, we can't do it without your guys' help. And we really appreciate, we're on, um, we're on Apple Podcast, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Google. Google Play Store. Um, and so, now Facebook Live. And now Facebook Let Live, you, you can find us. Let us know you this, by the way. We yeah. don't know, I mean, we're not sure if we like this. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of playing around with Facebook Live here. We're so kind of, really. I mean, we're two ugly guys, but like, <laughs> if it's a thing, I guess, like the kids are doing, so we'll yeah. do it, whatever. We'll try, you yeah. know. Um, well, you Maybe we'll get go like a good looking our... guy to join us. <laughs> Um, go to our um, Apple Podcast, like us, or you know the SoundCloud. Share it. The most important thing is that you can do is help us share. You know, even this, um, even this Facebook Live, you can share, and then the podcast should be up within a few days, and we'll post it up on Facebook and up on Apple. So, um, if you if you're in a group of friends, you have a bunch of people. Look, I'm in like twelve chats. Yeah, take this. Do us one. Do us a favor. Copy the link to this podcast and send it to just one of them. If you know, if, if everybody did that, we yeah. could double our audience, and then we could yeah. actually have people listening to us. Right now, it's just our wives, and they're a little <laughs> sick of it. We have them yeah. downloaded over and over again, so it looks like, so we, it have looks like we have the hits and on it. And the ECRC keeps us going, but at some point, they're gonna pull the plug. Well, you know, plus we have Pilar's ten kids; they all hit on yeah, it. Just, so you know, they each got we, an iPad. We get like thirty hits a day just from our immediate yeah, family. I don't let them eat so. dinner until they listen to this at least once. <laughs> Sorry, kids, but I'm, that's just it. So well, wait, really, we really need your support. And again, we we just we want to spread the word of God. We want to bring Christ to as many people as we can. So please, we really need your help. Yeah. And we really appreciate your help and your support. And if you'd like to support us in any other way, you can always contact me or Pilar um, to help us out uh, to keep the podcast going. So thank you very much. Thanks for listening, For all guys. of you that have been listening. Listen, we do have a good crowd. We have eight fans. Yeah, we have eight fans. But we like to build it up some more again. Thank you and God bless all well, of you. Guess, so. And then please, you know, tune into the next episode. We're going to be having this thing every, trying every two or three weeks at the, at the yeah. longest. And if you guys like this podcast, if you like the Facebook Live, I think we'll just do it every, we'll do it every time. Yeah. We'll still up the podcast but at least you guys know me at least you guys see my ugly part i mean uh I'm not, I'm not see my brother uh polar crazy or so <laughs> well until next time we really appreciate you guys watching and, and never forget you are my brother's keeper amen we'll talk to you guys next time thank you You've been listening to an ECRC Martoma Productions podcast. To learn more about ECRC and our programs, visit us at ecrc.us.